0: hello everyone and welcome to the podcast great to have you aboard as we get ready for the texans and the bills on sunday going to buffalo i had to write a piece on travel locations destinations sightseeing tips for buffalo i do this for every road trip and it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing because i really don't research this thing that hard and it's more like my opinion of the city since i've been to every nfl city And I've been to Buffalo a bunch of times. I've been to St. Bonaventure numerous times, which is not far from Orchard Park, New York. And the thing about Buffalo is there's not a lot to see as far as major tourist destinations, right? If you Google top tourist destinations in Buffalo, you're not going to get a lot. It's the huge. It's museums it's the zoo it's places like that there's some interesting stuff i suppose niagara falls is obviously the biggest one which is about a half hour away and i've been there and it's really cool to see it's one of those places that's probably better to go to than look at a photograph actually most places are like that right but this is one of those where you really have to see it to fully appreciate it if you ever go just stand right where the water's about to go over not in the water because you'll go over with it but right where the water's about to go over and you look at the power of the water going over that cliff the massive amount of water it's really spectacular anyway let's get to the bills shall we this is a team the texans will meet for the 10th time in the regular season we know they met them capping the 2019 season in the playoffs I wrote another piece about, is this a rivalry or not? It's not really a rivalry, but some of the games have been pretty intense. They met the first two seasons of Texans history, each winning on the opponent's field. 0-3 was up there, 12-10 victory. Tony Banks coming off the bench. Everybody was all banged up, both sides of the ball, and the Texans were able to eke out a win in 05 they lost peerless price caught a touchdown pass from jp lossman remember him heartbreaker loss at nrg stadium at the time gary kubiak's first year a win up in buffalo in 2009 halfway point of the season you go five and three that was nice except for owen daniels being lost for the season at that point i think it really cost the texans as they went on a four-game losing streak after that only to win their last four to finish 9-7 and seven for the first time in team history. Let's zoom ahead. 2015, back in Buffalo, and that was Brian Hoyer getting the start, and Terod Taylor starting for Buffalo, and he threw three touchdown passes for the Bills. And it's really heartbreaking that Taylor cannot play against the team that gave him his first chance to start this Sunday. Of course, Taylor's with the Ravens, but then he went to Buffalo and started, and not only, not only did he win that game, against the Texans and have a pretty good season in 2015. He went to the Pro Bowl. He actually, in 2017, led the Bills to the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. And I think he'll always have a special place in the hearts of Bills fans for that campaign, being able to pull that off. So that was pretty cool. Anyway, and then the Texans, of course, met them in 2018. That was a tough one here at NRG Stadium. Look, the offense didn't do much that day. 13 points scored by the offense. But the defense comes up with the pick six by Jonathan Joseph. 20 to 13 victory. That was nice. And as we all know, the playoff win was such a struggle for the Texans. Down 16-0, roared back to take a 19-16 lead. Bills kick a field goal to send it into overtime. The Texans eventually win. We all know the rest of the story. That was a very, very cool night indeed. All right, so now you have Josh Allen for the third time meeting up against the Houston Texans. He threw four touchdown passes last week one on the ground as well. That's five total TDs for the quarterback who is named AFC Offensive Player of the Week. So to talk more about the Bills, let's get to John Murphy, their voice. John, great to have you on. Great start for the Bills. How concerned were you after the opening day loss to the Steelers? Because since then, it's been back-to-back dominating victories.
1: Yeah, I was slightly concerned, Mark. I'll be honest. I mean, that game, Pittsburgh... First of all, Pittsburgh's a 12-win season a year ago, so I kept that, you know, that adds some perspective to it. But uh, they blocked a punt and scored a touchdown on it, which turned out to be the eventual margin of victory, a seven-point loss. Uh, the Bills played all right, not great that day. They were good on defense, but especially, you know, they gave up the one touchdown. But especially on offense, they really had a lot of, I don't know. They just weren't set, you know, and they they just didn't have their their act together. And that goes for Josh Allen in particular. They got it together the next week, week two in Miami and then uh, had another great win this this past Sunday against Washington. But, yeah, I admit I was slightly concerned, mostly because, you know, mostly because the offense was kind of stalling in that first week.
0: And then what was your level of surprise over the way you handled Miami? This is a divisional (laughs) opponent. There you are on the road. And it was such a whitewash.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how. I, I don't have. I don't hold Miami in the highest regard. You know, I think they're okay. I mean, and they won games last year too. Where well, they won ten games last year, but uh, I, I don't know that their offense is up to snuff. You know, I don't think their quarterback is playing great, and he's got a long, long way to go. Um, they might even be playing better with Jacoby Brissett, to be honest, but um, that was a good win. The score kind of indicates that it was a blowout, and it was. It was never really in doubt, but I don't know if the Bills are 35 points better than anybody, that, and that's what they beat Miami by. Uh, so I was slightly surprised at how well they played, but look, this Buffalo team is loaded. I guess the most surprising maybe. The best thing about their their start so far is the way the defense has played. You know, we knew they were an explosive offense. They played that way a year ago, but the defense has been great. They showed it with the shutout at Miami. They really didn't give up a whole lot to Washington this past Sunday. I mean, there was a a, sh- a short touchdown drive after a kind of a funny kickoff, and I think the defense maybe is the one thing that takes most. Bills fans by surprised how how strong and how well the defense has played.
0: Yeah, and what do you attribute that to? They've got a nucleus that's been around for a while together.
1: Yeah, I think the the big thing, I mean, they kind of jumped on it in the offseason. They said we got to rush the passer better, you know, coming off their AFC championship game lost to Kansas City when they put absolutely no pressure at all on Patrick Mahomes they realized they had to get a better pass rush and they went out and got one you know their their first two draft picks were defensive ends or defensive players the one of them Greg Russo is the defensive end number 50 and he started all three games he's been great a guy who opted out of his uh, senior year in college at University of Miami he's a long tall defensive end who teams have trouble blocking he's Picked up a couple of sacks already. He's really been a a good find. Uh, So they've added Russo and really kind of beefed up the pass rush. Now they can go, you know, seven or eight uh, deep at defensive line and put waves of players in. I I check them every week, but as far as the defensive line rotation, nobody gets more than 45% of the snaps, and even that's high. You know, they just rotate guys in throughout the entire game and get fresh legs in there, and they're getting contributions from almost all of them, almost all of the seven or eight who play. So that's been the the big thing about the Bills, their their defensive emergence as a a team that can rush the passer and is really doing a good job uh, against the run as well
0: john murphy voice of the buffalo bills joining us so josh allen last year takes that gigantic leap and we're only three games into the season but he had a gigantic game against washington and as we mentioned two really positive weeks so what are you seeing in josh allen this year john
1: yeah i mean that's a good question because every year through his his brief nfl career he's he's gotten better you know year to year and he started out with a kind of a, a rough game against Pittsburgh was not throwing the ball that well, not that accurately and not making good decisions, but he came around on the Miami game and then really exploded, you know, this past Sunday against Washington. And I think Josh is, if he can improve at the same rate he has for his first three years in the league, he's going to be great. Uh, it remains to be seen how good he'll be this year. Certainly teams will adjust how they play him and, and defense, the uh, him differently. But, uh, Josh is a hard worker. Um, uh, he was almost despondent last Wednesday talking about how poorly he had played against Miami. And, you know, he really didn't play that bad. I mean, he he led the offense to a five touchdown performance against the Dolphins. And he's up there three days later talking about how awful he was. Well, I didn't think he was that awful, but uh, he was throwing the ball with authority He had zip on the ball. He's making quick decisions. He got a big assist, I think, from offensive coordinator, Brian Dable, who called a near perfect game plan against, uh, against Washington Sunday. So uh, it remains to be seen. I think he's awfully good. And if he can improve even slightly over what he was last year, he'll be one of the best quarterbacks in the league.
0: All right, allow me to indulge in a Ken Dorsey question here, because I was yeah. the voice of the Hurricanes when he was the quarterback, and I find it interesting that he was the quarterback's coach when Cam Newton was going really well in Carolina, and now he's here with Josh Allen, and these guys are very different from the kind of QB he was, but what's he contributing yep. to the equation?
1: Oh, he's a lot. I mean, you know him. He's cerebral, right? He's he's kind of quiet, soft-spoken, but he's thinking all the time. Um, I think he would love another crack at being an offensive coordinator in the NFL, and he just might get it you know sooner rather than later i mean dable's done such a good job again this year and dable has interviewed for head coaching jobs he didn't get much of a chance this past off season but he'll get a chance to be a head coach soon i think and when he does, I think uh, Dorsey's the you know next man in line to be offensive coordinator here or maybe elsewhere. You know, I think uh, he has Josh's ear. I mean, he's got a good quarterback room. They added Mitchell Trubisky to the quarterback room this year, the former Bears first round draft pick and Trubisky fits right in. You know, they're kind of quiet and unassuming and you don't get a whole lot of of chatter from uh, Ken Dorsey. But I know that uh, he chatters to Josh Allen and I think he's got his ear. I think he's a great a listener for Josh Allen, and Josh immediately goes over to him when he comes off the field, and you know they look at the video together and kind of make up their mind what what comes next. I think he's, I think Dorsey's a great quarterback coach. I really do.
0: John Murphy, voice of the Buffalo Bills, joining us on Texans Radio. How do the Bills fans remember Terod Taylor? Now Terod's out right now. He's on IR, but. He's very well liked around here, and I was wondering what the memories are. I know he led you on that playoff run for the first time yep. in what was it, 17 years? So 17. Tell, us, <laughs> tell us about the the fan relationship there in Western New York with Tarad.
1: Yeah, I think the fans are are fond of him. I think um, you know, I think everybody could see his limitations, and uh, and after 17 years out of the playoffs, any quarterback who could take him to the playoffs certainly uh, uh, wins the admiration of the fans. But I think people can see that he might not be, and maybe he will become, but he's probably not going to be a franchise uh, quarterback and a guy that can lead his team to multiple playoff runs and and perhaps championships. He's just limited, you know. But uh, I think he's gutty, certainly. He would uh, run when it was not the best thing to do, and he would uh, make plays when, uh, you know, he kind of put himself at risk, which is probably why he's out now. But I think people liked him. I mean, he was always – Always said the right thing. Always did the right thing. Um, kind of kept to himself many times. But I, I think people have a, a great. I think look. I think people are kind of not upset, but I think they're a little disappointed that he won't play against the Bills this week. I think folks would have liked to see him play, um, just as they did this past Sunday when Ryan Fitzpatrick did not play for Washington against the Bills. Two guys who, you know, were limited, but uh, were well liked in in the terms of in terms of what the fans thought of him, for sure.
0: If you had to describe the difference that Sean McDermott has made, other than the wins and losses, which is the biggest thing, I mean, that's the end result on the balance sheet here in the NFL, but what was it you saw right away that's really working out right now as his, as his career continues as head coach?
1: Yeah, you know, it's a good question. I think it's focus, you know. He gets his team to focus on what's important, and the loss to Pittsburgh was was tough to open the season, but there was no panic I mean, they kind of just focused on uh, problems to fix and, and stuff to address and they did it. You know, they're a very well, they usually are a very well-focused team. In fact, they're always a well-focused team. They're usually ready to play and ready to play hard. Uh, McDermott kind of, you know how it is in the NFL. There's so much stuff going on and so many potential distractions and McDermott has a way of kind of pushing that off to the side and, getting his team to focus on what's important, and that's how they played this coming Sunday. He's not a, a tough taskmaster. I don't think he's a disciplinarian in, in many respects, but he does have a certain standard that he expects players to adhere to, and they do, and I think he's he's found a way to tap into uh, the players. I mean, look, no matter what era, no matter what age these players are, they all love to win, and McDermott has found a way, a way to tap into that love of winning for these players and saying, you want to win? Do this. You want to win? Do that. And I think they respond to that. And he's been great. He's really, uh, it's amazing how focused he is on a daily basis, if not weekly.
0: John, I know everyone asks you about Josh Allen and, you know, the main points about the Buffalo bills and their success, but what's something, some aspect of the team or some player or something that's not getting enough ink, that's not getting enough pub outside of Western New York, that people aren't noticing about this Buffalo bills team.
1: Yeah, this year's team, I think the defense might be getting uh, uh, you know, getting away from people. They just don't get it. But they've been great defensively. The shutout against Miami we talked about a couple of weeks ago, they gave up uh, three touchdowns, one of them totally garbage time touchdown last week against uh, Washington. But they're a really good defense. As I said, a, a great rotation of defensive linemen coming through, including uh, the rookie we talked about, uh, Greg Russo, and, and uh, Jerry Hughes is still going strong. Two really good defense. Matt Milano is getting uh, – I think he's under the radar. Former Bills traffic now uh, got a fairly big contract this offseason. He's in his fifth year, and he's he was great this past Sunday, and he plays outside linebacker. Jermaine Edmonds plays inside. And, and the back end of the defense, led by a couple of safeties, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer and Tredavious White, the Pro Bowl cornerback. I just think the defense might be a surprise to people. And you put that defense on the field with the, the explosive offense they can put out there, they're, they're, they're a formidable opponent for sure.
0: So what are people in Buffalo saying about the Texans? What's the view of the Houston Texans right now, especially since in recent history a couple of frustrating losses for the Bills and most notably in the playoffs capping the 2019 season?
1: Yeah, I mean – I don't, you know. To be honest, can I be totally honest? People are honest. Kind of <laughs> people are not putting it in the win column, but they think okay, we'll probably be Houston. Is all that right. That's not bulletin board material, but I think the I'm not talking about the Bills, but fans are thinking they'll right. probably be Houston, and then the next week is the big matchup at at Kansas City, mm-hmm. and that's a rematch of the AFC Championship game. I think most folks are kind of looking ahead and thinking, all right, let's 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 get by Houston and get the win we probably will get against uh, Houston. And then, you know, it's home and, you know, they're without their top quarterbacks and, and then let's get to Kansas City. So I think that's the approach most people have. I'll tell you, uh, Washington is not a great team either. They, they went to the playoffs this year, but there was such a great, almost festive atmosphere in the stadium last week. You'll probably see more of it this coming Sunday too. I think a lot of it is the fact that, Fans were not in attendance last year, and they missed all the good times that were going on in, in the, the stadium in Orchard Park. And I think many fans just enjoyed being there again. And and no matter who the Bills are playing, they enjoy having a game where the Bills are playing well. And I think they anticipate that will happen again.
0: Okay. So you're saying it's a look-ahead factor. I'm just kidding around. Uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Got them right where we want them. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. I did out.
1: say it's the fans who think that way, right? I understand. I it Completely, completely. <laughs> okay. John,
0: I always enjoy the visits and look forward to seeing you in the booth on Sunday. All right, thanks, Mark. There's John Murphy, voice of the Buffalo Bills, and that's going to do it for the podcast this week. Check out all our other podcasts wherever you found this one or wherever fine podcasts are available. Have a great day, everyone, and go Texans.